Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Loma Nail, and remember, no droids allowed. Let's let's can do this. Um, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Cantina with Kyle and Cam. We're here to talk Star Wars. I don't know why I introduced the show like that. <laughs> and why you say we're here to talk about Star Wars? If anybody listens to the Cantina, exactly. I think they probably know. And, and the picture, and the title, and <laughs> the search engine. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us this week, as as uh, most of you have been, and anyone that's new, welcome to your first experience of the Cantina, the Internet's best Star Wars podcast, because it's Cam and I, and we are probably the two most dedicated and yet logically sound fans out there i think you'll find i that's a toot our own horns <laughs> cam personal but opinion i'm sure but, I, I, but, I, you I know you're american and logical. i'm british so i'm probably more you know pessimistic about my own abilities than you being american or you know typically <laughs> trump yourself right. up gonna do it take it home usa there you go, go. but uh yeah we we've you know it's been an an interesting time in Star Wars fandom recently and you and I Cam we're always the ones that are like okay this is good but this is bad in one situation while a lot of people are one or the other it's all bad or it's all I mean there's definitely uh, some people out there that are into Star Wars that just if you put Star Wars on something they love it just Mm -hmm. because it says Star Wars on it and and that's definitely not us, you know. No. Um, not at not all. now, anyway. I think there was a point in my life where that was the case, probably. But, you know, that was many moons ago. Um, yeah. Before the dark times. Before the, before before the, the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, things, I think things went down for then. And, 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 yeah, I know we're going to get into some of that again this week, which we always kind of do. I mean, it sometimes feels like we just bash the sequels with an occasional dig at the prequels on this show at times but you know it just depends what's coming out that week mm-hmm. what the stories are what's the kind of talk that's that's going on in the, the star wars fandom so this yeah. week and i know you've talked about it on some other shows already but i suppose the most significant thing um that's been kind of getting discussed recently is that you know disney ceo bob chapek um I'd said Kathleen Kennedy will be sticking around for a long time to come now. Something, if you've listened to our show before, you know is that it's quite common knowledge that this is the year Kennedy's contract ran out as president. Was supposed of to be. Of Lucasfilm, yep. supposedly. Uh, you know, and we had never heard any news about that being sort of re-upped. 
not for but months. But obviously, according to, to Bob's statement, you know, Kennedy will be sticking around for a long time to come. Um, and I suppose we should get on to how we kind of personally feel about that. I just want to, there's one thing I do want to say on this, which is obviously our friend and colleague Mike wrote a story this week about how <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy staying on is a really, really good idea. And of course, you expect that some fans are going to come and say, my God, this is an absolutely terrible opinion and I disagree with you completely. There was a couple, of, there was one specifically that said, that's it, I'm done with this site. You know what I mean, kind of thing. Yeah. And I went on it and said, you know, well, I said, wait a minute, this is just one person's opinion, an actual fact, you know, and I don't know how, we haven't really spoke about this actually too, in too deep, much detail, so there you go, but but I certainly don't agree with Mike's position, you know, mm-hmm. particularly Not 100%. That, that it's great that Kathleen Kennedy's sitting on, because I'm looking at it as like a hit rate, right, so if, if, if I was grading a website on their scoops, which would be determined, that's part of my job, you know, so... I look at the hit rate that all these kind of websites do, and if somebody's hit rate is really bad, you know, I won't mention any names because they don't need any more self-promotion, um, <laughs> then, um, you know, we would probably won't cover the stuff. You know, and when I write an article, I tend to say, oh, you know, I trust this source, and this is why I trust this source, because they've got a really strong hit rate, etc. So if I look at Star Wars and I look at Kathleen Kennedy's hit rate, from my own personal point of view, this is what I'm saying now, not bottom dollar financials because actually right. that's a different story I think um, but my own personal view I look at it and say right since Disney took over and since Kathleen Kennedy was in charge what's the most important things that have come out in Star Wars well the most important things that have come out in Star Wars is three sequel trilogy films right because mm-hmm. that's what connects us up to the, to the old movies you know that's what fans you know were so excited about what and you would me, think would continue on, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And to me, those were an abject failure. Um, I can so agree. That has mega negative points for me. I enjoyed Rogue One, but you know, I think you and I agree it's not the best film in the world, but it's a no. good film for Star Wars fans because it's got the fan service is pretty decent. Um, it's got a really cool Darth Vader scene. And the battle yeah. scenes are really, really good in it. You know, probably the best that we both agreed since Return of the Jedi. Um, yeah, I almost space wish... Battles. I was going to say, I almost wish that it had actually come out b- before Force Awakens. To be honest, I think yeah, Rogue One ways, would have been a yeah. great reintroduction to, to Star Wars. Yeah, it would like have made them some money point. without... You know them having to push too far into it. You know it would give them more time to develop that sequel trilogy. And of course, we've talked yep. about it in this show before. Time was was the killer for that sequel trilogy, because and that comes down to yeah. And and one of the not funny things is Kennedy, even though he had, some people that, claim that it was you know? more Iger uh, well, he, that was pushing it, timelines it, and speed, speed, speed. He said that himself, so you you can't like second guess it but you do you do anyway is that him just being the like responsible i was in charge i'll take the flight for it because then it takes the proof of other people i I don't know right um like i said i don't i don't know for sure but in my in my mind and i can't help but relate everything to to my own leadership experience you know my own time being 
in in charge of of projects or or other people and whatnot and um uh i just when it when it comes to to her and some of the the speed issues the way Iger and now Chap Chapik and others talk about her they make it seem like if she says something they they listen so in my mind especially since she was handpicked by Lucas if she had gone to Iger and yeah. said we can't do yeah, Force really Awakens in this. 15 yeah. yeah I think she would have been they would have said, okay, yep. can you do summer of 16? And exactly. they would have been able to work. And, so and since we know that, that when Abrams it, came on, he did ask for more time and he wasn't given it initially for the Force right. Awakens. I mean, that he's he's quoted as saying that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and she did, and this is the thing that goes against her for me. I don't think Bob Iger... Certainly not Bob Chapek, because he wasn't even involved in that side of things at that point. But certainly, I don't yeah. think Bob Iger was the person who picked G.J. Abrams. That's on Kennedy for me. She chose Abrams, Johnson, Abrams. You know, that's her choice. And <coughs> Abrams was the wrong person to give a Star Wars <coughs> film to. And I think that's what skews that sequel trilogy right off in the wrong direction before you ever start. And what's a shame about it is is the period of time that they had then, you know, no one knew it was going to happen to Carrie Fisher, so let's just pretend yeah. we didn't know that because there's just no way you could have um, determined she would die so young, I don't think. Especially if she actually got quite fit for it, um, surprisingly enough. But anyway... Um, but you know the idea of are they were still all alive and and could yeah. work together was was too big of an opportunity to pass up. Understand <coughs> that. So in that way, speed 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 could be of the essence. But actually, I mean, if we look at it now in twenty twenty one, outside the Fisher, who you could never have predicted that would happen. You know, is there any difference in getting Ford or or Hamelin now? Not, not really, you know, and you can't sit and guess yourself in terms of what happened to Fisher. Do you know what I mean? If that had happened, that had happened, yeah. you would have just had to deal with it um, in, in some other way with the story. I get that, but um, but then, oh, who knows? Maybe it didn't. It doesn't even happen at all. You know, you know, it's like butterfly effect, isn't it? We just, we just no way to say. But ultimately, that's on her for me. I also think, yeah, solo being not very good. The issue with Lord and Miller and then her replacing them, which cost a lot of money. Obviously, we're on Howard because so many reshoots had. I think that's got a factor into why Solo really was a flop and didn't make any money because it cost more to film than what you see on the screen. Um, besides which is always the a bad... fact that they. Besides yeah, the fact I'm... that Disney took Han so- Solo I mean, and, and basically made that. him an idiot. I mean, not even getting into that, to be fair. Yeah. Um, because I know you absolutely despise Solo um, I've never been quite as negative about it as you but at the same time I've, I've got issues with the movie the same as you do um, but what we can what's imp- empirical you know it doesn't come down to opinions this is that Solo was a flop yeah however she's also as responsible for um, picking or allowing you know John Favreau uh, and putting them maybe them together with him together with Dave Filoni and and kind of getting what we got in the Mandalorian verse, which is now 
kicking off and it's good and we're all enjoying it and we're excited to see where that that part of the universe going forward so there is both good and bad i think in it for me but the mandalorian isn't isn't as important a thing as that sequel trilogy was it never will be that was still episode you know seven eight and nine of of that overall story no matter how good the mandalorian is it's never going to quite take over that so you say that but look at look at the clone wars versus the pre prequels like yes but how many people people have watched those prequel films and never seen an episode of clone wars you for example have only watched a couple right you know so not everybody picks up on that and sees that actually there was a better story going on there despite the films you know that uh, yeah all all i was pointing out is that um uh uh filoni caused a lot more reverence for those Yes. Uh, prequels yes. with people that were like mine your your age that didn't get into the the prequels, but after the Clone Wars, not necessarily me and you, but others like us have found new respect or enjoyment out of the prequels with the additional context. And I, I guess they could potentially do some of that with the with the Mandalorian making it to where. And sorry about the air, airplane, ladies and gentlemen, now going over, yeah, over my, it, my yeah, house. But What's that? It just reminds me of a Led Zeppelin song, uh, Black Cup, oh. <laughs> where, you know, there's yeah. this airplane at the start, and, you know, the guy says, oh, should we wait for this airplane? And Jimmy Preet goes, nah, yeah, leave it, yeah. And just, right, was yeah, there the you go. Anyway, sorry. Um, but I, uh, one of my... One of my questions when it, when it when it comes to all all this and, and Kathleen Kennedy, he, you can kind of kind of compare it to uh, politics any anywhere in the world, not not just America. Uh, in general, whoever your your chief of state is, a prime minister, a president, uh, whatever t- title you know, mm-hmm. whoever your chief uh, executive of your country is. They get all the blame and all the credit from the general population, regardless of the fact that it's actually usually a a parliament or a congress, whether it's bicameral or not. They're supposed to be leading it that write the laws. Yeah, it's it's like any. It's like you know, in my job, you know, the shit rolls uphill. So you know, ultimately, if my staff do something, it's my issue. And if I do something, it's my boss's issue, do you know what I mean? And it, it, yes, it, it works exactly. its way up like that until you get to whoever's at the top, don't you? Exactly. And so when you look at when you look at Kennedy, you got Mike out there saying, Oh, look, it's it's been profit, profit, profit. Which sure. Is, yeah, you, other than solo it has that. You can look at that. You you absolutely you must and if you're a but, Disney exec that maybe just doesn't really know much or care much about Star Wars other than it's making money. Maybe for that person, from that point of view, that's their world view. Maybe Kennedy is doing a great job. All mm-hmm. I'm saying, but I think you agree, I... is that as fans of that franchise, we have a different opinion. Yeah. Well, ju- not even that, that, but I, I, w- I wonder what's go- going on on there because profits are are one thing, but when you when you look at at the re- returns on the sequel trilogy 
the first time in in yeah. in nine movies that the uh that the third film made less money than the second film. And uh while the drop be between the first by between seven and eight was similar to in percentages to the drops experienced in in the past past two tr- trilogies, the reaction and the um the the week to to week drops were not comparable at all, and you can clearly see uh a divide as bad bad if not worse than the the ninety seven changes in the in the special edition and the and the 99 release of, yeah. of Phantom Menace I mean, unleashed is, upon, is, upon the um, fandom. It's like almost like a a really extreme side of the fandom that's built up, isn't it? Which, you know, and that's what I mm-hmm. worry, like, when we... I worry people kind of try and pigeonhole us, that people that are pro kind of try and pigeonhole us with the doomcocks of this world. And it's just, you know, don't, because that's not us. If if if, if something's good, we'll say, we'll say it's good. But, you know, we're mm-hmm. giving you reasons for, for why we... Um, are not hundred percent excited about the fact that Kennedy's sticking on because yeah. we feel that she's made a lot of mistakes. It's as simple right. as that. But there is and this extreme kind of what side I'm... has built up, isn't there? You know, and there's there's all exactly. divisions in between. There's the, you know, I don't want to call it left and right because it's not. It's 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 Star mm-hmm. Wars' own version of that, if you like. And you've got the really yeah. extreme anti Kennedy, anti Disney. You know cancel everything and remake it all corner in one pile and then you've got the people who hate those people don't want them to be Star Wars fans anymore and are absolutely loving yeah, everything that's, that's the... happening and then there's this whole various grades of in between all of those phases you know and there's people fall into so many different categories along that line now it's not just one yeah. side versus the other it's ten sides versus each other you know exactly and you know we we've discussed the the topic of gate gatekeeping in the past. You and I both agree that uh, overall that's a much b- better situation today today than it was t- 10, 15 years ago. Um, uh, but the the pendulum has has swung, and s- some of the people that may have experienced some some gatekeeping when they were first getting into fan fandoms. Mm. They almost now seem to be wanting to drive old fans away, almost as a, I don't know if they're doing it consciously as retribution or if they're doing it unconsciously. I I don't know, but it does, it does seem. I think it's more just that, you know, people have, in this social media age, people have, you know, tend to find it. We've talked about this before, echo chambers, Kyle, you know. And, you know, one of the key things, you know, if you read historians and, you know, and you really want to improve your intellect and understanding of the world, please you believe me, all you read, read the people who disagree with you more than the people exactly. that do agree exactly. with you, you know, because then you will understand other people's points of view. But there's there's not mm-hmm. that going on in social media. So people tend to form into these little cliques. And you're absolutely right. Without me being able to name it in any way, you know, we see evidence of it in little groups of people sometimes in social media, sometimes within our own articles if we go back in the past, and certainly a lot of the, mm-hmm. I go to a lot of, you know, 
Star Wars fan sites, Reddit forums, you know, lots of places where you just talk Star Wars with fans because it's something I just enjoy doing. Um, yeah, same here, and Facebook I groups find these, and You know, as I say, you find all these different groups and absolutely there's people out there that are like, well, if you don't like, you know, you, you say something like, I don't like this and here's, you know, here's my criticism and my, my English teacher always taught me, if you're going to say you don't like something, you better know what you're talking about rather than saying if yeah. you do, because you better be able to explain yeah. what your criticisms are, or um, or at least admit that that it's ir- irrational. That it's irrational. Like for, for example, yeah, that you don't have I have an irrational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I exactly. I, I have a valid. complete irrational dislike of of Helena Bonham Carter. I, there's several Fight Club King Speech that I that yep. she's in that I love. I can't. Stand, I don't know why. I yeah. just can't stay exactly. I mean, that's like so. me with, with Tom Cruise. I mean, I like films that Tom Cruise is in, but I'm not a fan of Tom Cruise. <laughs> and, you know, Nick can never understand this. But, you know, like this film, yeah, yeah I do like that film. But he's in it, and I'm like, it, it doesn't matter. And the other exactly. one for me is Will Smith. Will Smith always seemed to me like untapped potential, apart from one or two movies he's done. If, you know, if there's a Will Smith a coming in, I think, actor. oh, it'll be Will Smith in a Will Smith film playing Will Smith, you know. And <laughs> he's much better than that. And that's just the choices he makes, you know. I don't yeah. have anything against his actual talent. And that's what I feel about Cruz as well. It's not really rational. It's not. I can't help it. No. You're right. But yeah, anyways. But, um, yeah, so you're, you're absolutely, you know, you're, you're going to have that sometimes. And, and then you'll go onto one of these places and you'll say, right, here's my criticism of right and somebody will come up and say well if you don't like it then star wars isn't for you anymore we don't want you anymore anyway piss off you know uh, kind yeah of like so you get that attitude of people and you're like i don't get that you know why you're like no. my god i love this film and this person had the audacity to say they didn't like it i must attack them you know what i mean exactly and equally mm. you'll get that the other way so you know, you know yeah see, not you know, as often but you could be on yeah it does sl- happen you could be sla- people could be slamming something in a movie and you go oh wait a minute i actually like this part and then they'll go what you know and they'll yeah. react to you the other way no we must hate it all when you're like i'm not going to fit into your nice little neat demographics yeah here. i'm not looking to form a social club this isn't Lord of the Flies, do you know what I mean? We, sh- we should all be allowed to have our own individual opinions. And I think that's somewhere... Even, you know, you, I don't feel like that with Marvel. Marvel feels like everybody just debates it and everybody's got different opinions, but they kind of all go on. But with Star Wars, everybody seems to want to pigeon themselves in one category or another, and it does kind of annoy me. So there you go, I suppose. No, I... That's Star I, Wars fandom in a nutshell for you. <laughs> yeah, I get it, and... Kind of going back to what I was saying with the re- relation to my own own experience and leadership, mm. and like you said, when your crew does good, you get credit. When your crew does good and you get credit, your boss gets credit from his boss, yeah. not you and not your crew. Yeah. That's that's the way it is. But at the same time, the shit also s- s- supposed to roll downhill now. In in politics, and we're we're seeing it in in media. You, you'll see uh, that person's party potentially try to protect somebody from some shit roll, yeah. rolling downhill. So for, for you'll, example, you'll get a, a patsy, you'll see a, something. Yeah, go great during say uh, s- stuff that went great during President. Uh, um, let's say Bush. Uh, they would give credit to. Uh, one party would give credit to uh, 
uh, what Clinton had done before. Uh, and then the other party would be like, no, no, it's all, all Bush, that and the, the other. And it's eking a little in, into media, but not, a, not as much be, because with, with Kennedy, you, you, if, if she is the president, she's responsible one way or, or another. You and I have questioned how much actual decision making she has on, on different projects, but we have to assume as, president she's response responsible and for me one of the b- biggest r- red flags that she is she might be a br- like luke hiss a brilliant per uh, idea person she might know how to make movies but she is not good at making movies if if that may makes sense and i i looked at that high high turnover of directors and in my mind, I'm that just screams uh, a management issue. She might have every c- connection. She might even actually be responsible for some of the best stories in Star Wars. I don't think she she is, but she she theoretically could be. But that type of environment where you can't keep Dude, what was it? Nine directors for five five films, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. we haven't even mentioned it's, the whole it's crazy Benioff and Wise stuff that happened as mm-hmm. well. Do you know what I mean? Um, Quick turnaround, um, you know, etc. I, I, I remember it seemed like such a bad decision. They literally announced Benioff and Wise at the exact moment when their names get turned to trash in the same yes. fandom that follows Star Wars. And all I was getting from Star Wars fans were, well, after watching Game of Thrones Season 8, Star Wars is fucked. You know, that was the, the reaction that people had because it was so... The, the ending of Game of Thrones just felt so rushed and completely alien to the rest of the show. You know, it's not about, again, I know this is getting to a different subject, it wasn't about what happened as such, it was how quick they made it all happen, which just didn't fall in with the rest of the show because they were desperate probably get into their Star Wars contract, which I'm, I guarantee you Lucasfilm would have tapped them up for that long before then. Um, you know, HBO wanted them to keep going, George Martin wanted them to keep going, Everybody who worked mm-hmm. in the show was happy to keep going, except Benioff and Wise, and they had the caveat to say not when we, you know, that was in their contract, when we decide it ends, it ends, kind of thing. So no mm-hmm. one could do anything about it. They couldn't sack them and get anyone else in instead, you know what I mean? So they were kind of, they were left with that. And then suddenly they're, they're, they're going to be producing three Star Wars movies. And then it was just as quick as that happened, it's just disappeared again, do you know what I mean? And that again yep. to me was... I have to assume Kennedy chose them as well. And, you know, that was somebody making a, you know, well, they're really popular now. You know, that's what it felt like to me. They'd write good Star Wars and, you know, and just letting them yes. go away and then realising, oh, wait, no, nobody likes them now. We better, we better rethink this. Do you know what I mean? I just... Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going I, on, but I don't I think you can look at Kennedy's tenure and Star Wars and call it a rosy no. success. Financially, no. it's worked because Disney are now in profit for Star Wars. That's that's well, their main, you know, the yes, share, from a shareholder but, point of view, Star Wars is profitable, but how much more profitable could it have been? Well, it, 
maintain or could it have been? Uh, yeah, yeah and actually in took their time to that, really get something the fans just consistently loved um, going forward for mm -hmm. their movies, and they didn't take the time to do that. And I think that's one of what the, lost the money on Solo. Yeah, one of the key factors that I, that I think St Star Wars Disney has missed out on is they automatically assumed that the um that the toy sales thing would go on no, no matter what mm -hmm. that kids we'll would be in Star Wars toys right no, no matter no matter mm -hmm. what right but i don't think they they understood that first off the uh the primary you know money producing uh items are not bought by or for seven-year-olds they're they're they they yeah they might be meant for for seven-year-olds but it's usually 30 plus plus year olds now nowadays yeah. watching it you and know people or, want or to, buying another it. thing is if you create great characters that people love then fans want to collect their stuff how many yeah. sequel trilogy figures just sat on shelves because no one had any yes. interest in the exactly because they didn't create any new outside the main cast you know, yeah. who was the Lando of 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 the sequel trilogy? Who was mm -hmm. the I don't know. I mean, I, I was a kid. I went and bought an Admiral Piet figure. Do you know? What I mean, that you know, there was so oh, many everything. characters <laughs> in there, and those those were just you know background people like Zori for Rise of the Skywalker. Who would want to buy her? Who just kept her mask on? Yeah, and no impact in the movie. Who's going to buy a Rose Tycho figure? Do you know what I mean? No, Again, no offence no, to Kelly no Chan because she's but, doing enough shit for that and it's not her fault at all, you know? She's an actor. But, well, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you can you can take some of that, again, to, to Kennedy and the ideas of, like, the, the lack of planning, which was something yeah. a lot of people point to as an issue with the sequel trilogy and Star Wars. And again, when, when we talk about planning and having an overall story arc you once again have to point to the to the person in charge yes we could let's let's say those grabbing kennedy's back and and saying um it was Iger that was pushing speed i i know he he took responsibility and when he like said hey we're gonna, we're not going to make the boba fett movie you know mangold's boba fett's not not happening the movie every year is not gonna happen anymore we're gonna get through skywalker and and our episode so nine at the time and and then we'll we'll carry on from there i i don't i yeah sure he's the disney guy i don't i don't i don't buy it she is wholeheartedly responsible for for saying whether or not we we have the story to go forward so if yeah. she if she if she didn't ask for more time because she was okay with the the way that yeah. they were doing things that's a fault fault on her yeah. if she wasn't okay and didn't ask for more time because she was scared or this that or the other that's still on her if she needed more t time asked for it was told no and didn't at least try one additional time, 
then again that fall falls on her yeah and really if, and people... if it was really that she was she was on on at them all the time and bob Iger was just like no it's not happening yes Kennedy. short then of that, that why would she even stay it's in on the her position? do you know what i mean because that would be to me an untenable position at that point you know what i mean mm-hmm. if no one's listening to any of my ideas what am i doing being president you know yeah that too so so yeah. when you look at, look at all it, of it as a bit bigger picture and and I, I know not everyone out there has been a a manager in of like projects. You know, I I'm not taking anything away from managing uh retail or managing um uh uh food service service. That's it takes talent and skill and all that. But like construction, uh, and project management is very similar to like a. Uh, studio pr- production when you're looking at bills of materials and and b- budgets and crews that you're you're hiring and you've got specific tasks and and schedules that you have to meet there are certain things that you can't d- do in a in a construction project until other things have already been completed like in a movie you can't film certain scenes until other things have been so so I know not everybody can necessarily put their their feet into a uh, uh, project manager's shoes. I can't hand, and that's why Cam and I are so glad you guys listened to the show and and were able to, to to bring you this. Is that's a different take on it, and yeah, and it, I it, see if you are one of those fans that absolutely love the sequel trilogy and mm-hmm. can't understand what we're going on about, that's fine. But that's that's your own personal opinion. But if you mm-hmm. want to see our criticisms of it, feel free to go back and listen to the kind of reviews we made on it and why us as Star Wars fans had a lot of issues with that film. Um, yes. Or those films, you know. Not even the business side, that's you know, Because we really do, do go into it in a hell of a lot of a detail, you know, for hours and hours because you know there's a lot to cover and we're absolutely you know huge fans as well but you know it's where your fandom started we were fans when there's some fans now weren't even born you know and we're we're definitely going to have different perspectives of these things and we're just trying to kind of say this is our perspective and why for us the idea that Kennedy's staying on isn't particularly a joyful occasion to celebrate Mm -mm. no and 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 definitely when you start looking at uh additional things like um uh the the reaction to to the high republic hell they can't even they won't even allow co- comments or up and down votes on on the, the videos on social media any anymore i think they actually stopped announcing new high republic uh arcs and ca- characters on youtube uh yeah. the rock thing me, just really really yeah i mean i didn't really oh know what I was God. until you can explain it to me and it's a literal you know it's not like the thing it is because i'm all about it's a it. if it was some fucking cork like, type creature do you know what i mean i would be all for it in star yeah, wars no but it's not it's a literal fucking block it's a tombstone a being what, what could it stupid do who come up with that I'm, idea? I'm well, sorry. Claudia, I forget get her name. Claudia something, and it was her boyfriend. And no joke. Listen, Cam, uh, she wanted to. She wanted a, a co-pilot yeah. for How her. How can you be her... a co-pilot without arms? 
Uh, she wanted a yeah, and, and one that was of little wor- words like Chewbacca. And I'm like, if you think Chewbacca was of little words, you don't know Star Wars. Yeah. And then her boyfriend jokingly said, "Words and you know that you the, us the audience can't understand what mm-hmm. he's saying, you know, and so you only understand what he's saying when Han replies in a way which you can understand what he's saying, and that makes it." And you know, R2 has done in the same way. I always thought that was one of the most impressive... Claudia Gray. The impressive parts of Star Wars, that they were able to pull that off and make you care about characters who you couldn't quite understand what they were saying, but you still knew where they were coming from. That was a skill in itself, you know. And and maybe you can do it in a book, but certainly I I just don't think you could pull that off in any kind of visual format. I just don't think it's a good idea. So... And and to uh, kind of... Hit on the sequel trilogy even more. Let's let's talk about a story I read today, Kyle, which was um, and this pissed me off, right? And yeah, and this is to do with you know the fact that we're saying there was absolutely no plan. We've talked about in this podcast before all the different evidence that says there was no plan for Palpatine and- to come back in the sequel trilogy until after Trevorrow left. And J.J. Abrams came back in. Yeah. And my theory is because he wanted a redemption arc for, for Ben Solo, and that's why he had to bring back a bad guy. But, the, you know, the evidence is, you know, Daisy Ridley didn't know anything to do with that, and she's the main star of the, the, sh- the show. Uh, until Abrams comes back in and presents that idea, Ian McDermott was never contacted at all until the point J.J. Abrams comes back in. There's too many bits of evidence to say that that's the case, and yet Andy Serkis was interviewed uh, by comicbookmovie.com, and it was for his new film, uh, Red Squad ACS or something, I forget the name of it, apologies. Um, But, you know, talk gets on to Star Wars. And they'd asked him, you know, were you aware of any of the kind of, the Snoke was really a Palpatine clone kind of thing when you were playing the character, obviously, in episode seven and episode eight. And he'd said, no, they kept it really, really secret. Um, And then his last thing was, however, I always had an inkling. And as soon as I read that, I thought, you are talking pish. That's that's towing the stupid company line like when we heard... Kennedy as well come out and Abrams say, oh yeah, we, we were bandying about ideas for Palpatine way back in episode 7. Maybe they did talk about it, but they didn't firm any of that up and they didn't go forward with it. That's a fact. Um, yeah. And for Andy Serkis to say, well, they kept it secret. Well, they kept it so secret, Andy Serkis, that they didn't even know it was happening. That's why they didn't tell you. That's why they kept it a secret, because they <laughs> had no plan. And if you had an inkling, then... You know, basically, you didn't know. Um, you didn't know who you were, and nobody had told you. You were just playing the character, and then you theorised on it the same as the rest of us fans did. And you know how many Snoke theories there was out there, and you know yeah. what what was it in the end? No, it was just some clone puppet, and really, it was Palpatine all along, kind of thing. Bullshit. I just <laughs> that's all I want to say in that. It's just no, I'm not having it. You're no, you're 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 right. You and I took flack. For saying two years ago, there's no plan, people. There's no, there's no plan, and and not only did we take flack for that, but as it became clear, you know, going into Rise of Skywalker, some p, some people, <laughs> Shammer, <laughs> Shammer, sorry, sorry, I had to sneeze there. Uh, went from 
you don't know that there's no plan to a plan doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, oh, I mean, Jammu boy, would does a plan fucking matter. They didn't need to have a matter. plan. They didn't need to have a plan. Um, but I think when we you... We love you, Jam- Jammer. <laughs> our argument you. always was that this was a bit more complicated. You know, see if they'd have said, this is Star Wars, the new saga, episode one. They really didn't need to have a plan at that point. They could, you know, pass the baton along because mm-hmm. none of us know where it's going. However, Disney didn't do that. Disney wanted to cash in on the fact that the old cast was coming back. They wanted to cash in and that this was the real end of the story um, and that it was episodes 7, 8 and 9. And then you've got a situation where you've now got a responsibility to make that story fit all the other components that were there before, which is six episodes, which, despite how you feel about the prequels, it does work as a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 story, Right. But the seven yeah, and nine I mean, doesn't the make story, sense. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no. you know, it's almost like, as I've said a million times, it's like somebody decides to make a sequel to The Lord of the Rings and they just say, Sauron's back. Oh, wait a minute, that totally, that doesn't make sense to end that happened in that. Oh yeah, but you know, Sauron's got magic powers, isn't he? He's a, he's a magic yeah. person. Somebody that doesn't really understand Tolkien, do you know what I mean? So he just come back, just accept it, you know? And you know, there's mysteries you don't know yeah. about. But you know, if you're a, a Tolkien, you know, scholar, you'd be absolutely spitting chips at that and going, no, that, that absolutely demeans everything that happened in that previous. And that's exactly what the sequel trilogy did. It totally made a mockery of everything that happens in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Uh not not only that that, but um I know uh you use that exam example a lot, and it's a great, great example. Um Star Wars is it's one of those IPs, is it it is the franchise. I don't know why. I don't know what it was about it because it is so similar to to so many other things, but it was the just the right time, right place, right people, right to- yeah. a perfect storm yeah. that when a new hope was was really what we now know as a new hope, hope was released. It became a religious event almost and it has been ever since. Yes, there are people as de- dedicated in other other fandoms, but in Star Wars, it's more br- br- broad. Does there's more? You, there's you know more crazy like, fans. Like every every franchise is right. group of really crazy geeks, but there's ten times but, more of them for Star Wars. Yes, that's and that's when it, it comes. When it comes to who these sequel ones, they come off to me as more of the casual, your 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 MCU fans that love the MCU, but they don't buy comics. They they don't buy the comic related collectibles. Maybe they might have some MCU um, merch, but you know they don't have like co- comic merch. Um, and I'm not gatekeeping in any way saying they can't be fans. They're not real fans. They are absolutely real MCU fans. That's great. I'm I'm glad glad. There's different for that. levels. There's different levels. Exactly. 
but with Star Wars, it it has been for de- decades a like I said near religious experience, near religion for people and and that community and and like I I said when you when you Star Wars has always been an, an escapism place, right? Huh. And and uh, I it's fantasy, I bring up actually, often, but it's it's fantasy and a technological sci-fi setting yeah not traditional sci-fi it's complete escape is a hundred percent and and it's it's meant to take you to uh uh similar similar worlds like fantasy where there's all this strife and stuff but there's this clear-cut good and bad there's this clear-cut uh, and the good it, will triumph. Good after... when they go grey sometimes. Yeah. That's, that's really adult when they do go grey sometimes. You know what I mean? But what what I, what I want to what uh, to to kind of wrap up that 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 point on this 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 whole thing about old old Star Wars versus new. Some of it comes down to to what Star Wars is and what it is to people. To where, look, you might ha- have this r- really awesome idea for a story, and you might think that it would be wo- wonderful for it to ha- happen in in Star Wars. But what you you have to accept is that Star Wars isn't, and never really has been a place for experimentation. Even if you go to the EU, it plays, and I love the EU. But it's still a very formulaic, very predictable, very Star Warsy th- thing. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah, but yeah some some also, characters die here and there. But as yeah, far as that, I still know, the good guys are going to win in the end. Yeah, you know no, what I'm I get saying? You that. And that that wasn't any real different than a sequel trilogy either, actually. But no, I think I think that's where some of my issues come in with the EU, though. That it became too formulaic. It became that I already mm. knew the end of the book when I started reading it. Once I started reading it, I thought, well, I've got <laughs> an idea how this is going to end. I'd almost like written the book myself in my head. And you know, when I was right. a kid and I wanted to start writing, what I wanted to write was Star Wars books originally. You know what I mean? That's what I wanted to do. I think there's, there's probably, I know there's there's a, there's a half written, <laughs> probably about two chapters of a Star Wars book. I think I knocked it when I was about 15 or 16. I think mm-hmm. the, the first line in the book was um, something about a lone freighter drops out of hyperspace. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it was yeah. something as simple as that. But anyway. Um, but, you know, as a kid, I always used to dream if there was ever going to be like a 7, 8 and 9, how would I do it? And after all those years, I, I still struggled to find a way to make a really good seven, eight, and nine, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yet, Disney just flung one together. And I know I'm not, you know, as talented, obviously, as the yeah. people that write movies, because I don't, um, and write books. So I'm not saying that they couldn't do it quicker, but, you know, you pick the people, you take the amount of time it, t- it takes to do it. If it was me and I was in charge of Disney, I would have said, oh, we are getting this right. This doesn't leave the fucking studio walls until I am happy that this is right, you know. Yeah. Um, and that they wanted really to eat their cake and have it. They wanted to eat their their cake and and yeah. have it too. They wanted to, they wanted to, uh, get the the toys sales of the prequels without making movies like the 
the the prequels. So they how, they tried how many to... times did you and I moan in the sequel trilogy about how yeah, they had to have something new every time that was targeted so that they could have the a different new alien, out. new planet, you know? can't visit anything See, in the past. See if you get interesting characters and you give them a different suit, like literally a different color gun. The Star Wars fans will get by that version of the character. I promise you. Like, yeah, you don't have you to create a brand new, a new, new robot and alien. Every time you sell toys. You know, if you put a different sash on a Stormtrooper class, the collectors will go out and buy 12 of them so they can have a squad. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it will happen. But if you create a character that no one cares about and doesn't want to take pictures of or set up in their displays or anything like that, they won't buy the toys. It's as simple as that. Anyway, I a good question for for you. Yeah. I think maybe. Maybe. No, <coughs> circus is circus is just the latest to come out and and basically prove that you know there was no plan plan that Kennedy lied straight up. Kennedy and Abrams both told. Straight mm, hey, I, up. I don't lies. know if I would agree with that because the way they worded it. Um, I think they could get away with it as long as they two had a conversation at one point during episode seven about bringing okay, Palpatine sure. back, then they didn't sure. lie, you know, but they okay. embellished what happened to pretend they had sure. a plan. They were not being you're, 100% you're, you're truthful, right. I would they, say, but I wouldn't say they lied. You're either. right. Lo- you can lawyer it to where, yeah. where they didn't lie, but you and I both can agree that we wholeheartedly believe that uh, that that idea was not carried forward past that conversation as I said, until we're, episode we're nine. We're talking empirical evidence here. We have an entire yes. script, which I've read, you've probably read it as well, called yes. Jewel of the Fates, which was the script for episode nine by the director who was in place to direct episode nine. And there is no return of Palpatine in it. Anything like that is in that at all. That was all ready McDermott to go. McDermott did, didn't know. Fucking Ray said she told, thought she was, she was a, a nobody. No right up until she came in up for until nine. In episode nine. It was at the point that Disney brought J.J. Abrams back and got rid of Colin Trevorrow. That's where the Palpatine idea came in. You, you just can't deny that. It's, it's a fact. So here's my, 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 my question. Um... We we have Snyder's Justice League coming out ne- next week, right? And we have this re- restore the Snyderverse movement on online. When it comes hate, to Star Wars, we know... I understand that they think because they got it the first time they can they can get it again. But you know, well that's that's what I'm that's what I'm saying is is but people seem to for, forget that uh, almost as long as people have been calling for. The Snyder, uh, Snyder Justice League. I, I don't want to call it the Snyder Cut because it's not his cut of Justice League anymore. This is a completely different th- thing. Uh, yeah. Snyder's Justice League. Uh, at the around the same time, you you had a lot of clamoring, uh, uh, uh even louder and probably more, uh, uh, in numbers. Of people clamoring for Kennedy to to go right, mm. and to this to this day, we can see where uh, fans that spend time and money are invested at in Star Wars. You look at things like The Mandalorian, and then you can see where 
the more casual fan fans or fans that aren't spending as much money uh you you can see some of the things that they they might be more interested in like the the rise of skywalker sure or whatever um do you think now that that warner brothers capitulated and the the fact that and and look i don't i'm gonna i'm gonna say her her name and i'm gonna try to keep this in all in context i'm not grace randolph's biggest fan uh it's again kind of like that helena bonham carter thing thing I don't like watching her videos. I don't like her voice. I don't, it, I, she graded on me, but before I even got in this business, right? But one thing I've learned, and you know, her WB stuff, it's got a de- decent hit uh, ratio, yeah, she, right? I mean, that's one thing that I would, yeah. I don't think she has a good, certainly not for Star Wars. We've been no. there a lot of times. I don't think for Marvel, and Marvel either. But she's for DC, really 50, especially 50 Snyder connected DT. Yeah. Because she's friends with Zack Snyder and they've, mm-hmm. they've got that connection. So she gets information about especially exactly. stuff to do with Snyder. Yep. And so I, I, I look at all the, this and with WB capitulating and her saying, yeah, there's dis- discussions now about Justice League two and three beyond a graphic novel. When which did she is say that? Something re- re- last night, night before on oh, Twitter. All right, I missed that. And so this was after yep. kind of Snyder's been doing these interviews where he's been saying, and after she got to happening. see it. Right, gotcha. Because I know so, it gets uh, left on a sort of cliffhanger. And the problem I yes. think we have now is we all know what's supposed to happen in the next two uh, couple of movies. There's no right. surprises left, you know. Well. Well, maybe it's so, the fact that they changed the whole Lois and Batman thing would be a bit of a surprise, I suppose, but, um, <laughs> because they wouldn't be able to do that going forward. But you know what I mean? It's um, yeah, it's out there now. So, you know, do you do you think do you think now that it might um uh uh what's the word? It might uh um embolden? No, that's not the word. Uh. It, it might, encourage you know, in, in, to... encourage, yeah, more of the anti-KK crowd to to speak up louder. And do, do you think it's potential that Disney might listen if the voices are, are loud enough? Not just now, when there's nothing coming out and they've got stuff planned that they want to push in. I think they just keep quiet. There's been very little sort of official Star Wars news at the moment. I think Disney mm-hmm. are smart enough to know that there's enough fans don't like Kathleen Kennedy that when it's probably best to keep her in the background at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they couldn't do that in the doing. Disney Investor Day, obviously, and the hype outweighs the the bad stuff on that because we're getting to hear about all these cool new Star Wars things and that'll always have an impact on fans and Disney. Are, you know, they'll have people, marketing people mm-hmm. that are far smarter than me that I'll be telling them all this, you know what I mean? This is the times when you can get away with this. This is the times when yep. you shouldn't do it. So I think they'll, they'll kind of keep it quiet at the moment because I think her being a figurehead for everything that's bad in Star Wars and and not being acknowledged for everything that's good, I don't think is right. Um, however, it again, for me, you get back to your original point, it's waitings. So the waitings for the sequel trilogy are far higher than me than the way the good ratings for the Mandalorian, I can say yeah, I like the Mandalorian. I like season one. I like season two. I like the ideas for where things are going, but that remains to be seen. 
Uh, right. I liked Rogue One, but I didn't really like so. And the main thing for me is I really, really didn't like that sequel trilogy, and that therefore has the bigger waiting for me when I think about right. And huh? if you could, if you were offered, you find the magic lamp, mm-hmm. and it's the Star Wars magic lamp, and it's only offering one thing, you can erase uh everything and go back to to. Uh, 2012 and the purchase Disney still buys him mm-hmm. but you get a chance at a new 7, 8 and 9 but you don't you don't <laughs> know if you'll get Mandalorian back a script that Seth and I were kinda, and Nick were working so, on so what do you do? <laughs> um, just that like a comedy kind of thing uh, so what's my choices? I've got, I went back would, would you would you roll the would you roll the dice at losing Mando and what we've gotten with it and the potential from it, would you give that up for a chance at a better 7, 8, 9? Tell me what button to press and I'll press it a million times. C, 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 P, P, and and look. So we can say, yeah, we we like Mandalorian, very happy with it. I thought it was a good good show. Uh, Mm -hmm. But, you know, this was 7, 8, 9. Yes, and there there you go, ladies and gentlemen. We we have in this this episode made the case of why both of us think yes, she's got a lot of blame at her feet and and uh some other we things. Really that we really should have got Mike on debate. She us. should go. We should do that when I know, we right? get Mike on with the counter. We should to, and then we'll and, and we'll team up them. At the same time, we've pointed out exactly reasons why which you and I have both been saying for a few months, we didn't think she was going to go. We we thought, and I think I thought it even longer than you. I think yeah. you held out another yeah. few yeah. weeks or so until you started, yeah, she's probably staying. Yeah, hey, yeah and, I still thought uh, she would go. I thought I would make yeah. a change. But, um, you know, but but, it became clear, uh, yeah, that, that wasn't going yeah. to happen. And, Mainly and because we made, of the success of The Mandalorian. That's what's changed. Mm-hmm. The, the, the positive buzz has changed, you know. Prior to Mandalorian mm-hmm. season two, even even after season one, I don't think it was quite there yet. Do you know what I mean? But after season two, yeah. the positive buzz has really come back, um, and p- potentially it having been a really g- good call on her to delay Obi Wan, and potentially, uh, yeah. Well, it's you know, if the script's yeah. not right, and that's the call she made. She made the right call as far as I'm, and what I'm hearing about Obi Wan excites me more than what I've heard it used to be. I'm not going to talk about all of that because, you know, I don't know what's out there and what's not out there, but, you know, um, yeah, I, I think I we will, could be getting I, I something say, a little I bit can better than what we were getting previously. I can tell you this, this Cam, this much is, is out there. We are aware of the Andor potential and, uh, we're mm-hmm. you know we're we're aware of that r- rumor that yeah, likely basically there could r- rumor, be a connection between Andor and Obi Wan, which would mean that Obi Wan wouldn't necessarily be all set on Tatooine itself, but no. you know. But so. I think from what I've heard about the original, um, it was mostly Tatooine yes. and much smaller scale is what they were going for previously. Um, 
you know, and Which I just something feel you and I safe. both were like, no, we don't want. You one. know, and some ways that could have been good. See if like we we both said that would work as a movie if it was just a movie and it was a yeah. really you know small scale movie. Um, that you know, it was just about you know the character of of mm-hmm. you know Obi Wan and a much more adult film. But that does that's not really going to inspire kids series. to go into the into the cinema to watch that either it feels like more a kind of a Logan art house you know version of that I'd be looking for there but you know you definitely don't want that from a six eight hour fucking TV series do you know what I mean I'm nope. bored by the end of it we want some excitement yep. as well it's Star Wars at the end of the day come on people should yes. we just talk about and... one positive thing um, before we kind of you know since we've been a bit negative Nancy's haven't we today um and um, and that was like just one of our original scoops. When remember when we made the scoop about, you know, that all these shows were coming as connection to Mandalorian, and we made the scoop mm-hmm. that said, you know, there was a Boba Fett show coming, check, Book of Boba Fett. There was an Ahsoka show coming, check, Ahsoka show. Um, Got it. There was also going to be, uh um, the Bo-Katan and someone or That was actually later we got that. So originally we had also said there was going to be a Thrawn and Ezra show, right? And yeah, that's right. Like, ah, that's, you know. And then later on we said there was going to be something led by Gina Carano, which even if it's not Rangers, THR's report confirmed she was due to star in something going forward when she yes. was fired. So we were right on that one. Um, and this week KRT had actually done a wee thing where they had they'd mentioned at the end of their latest thing to say that they've, they've heard the Ezra Throne show is coming soon. What we didn't have was like timelines. I, I remember we theorised this before that it might be maybe years before we would hear about that, you know, because they would have to get some of these other shows at the door. But they seem to think that things are moving along and that obviously leads into their scoop that they had because, uh, which was the, and we've talked about previously, was the potential casting for Ezra. So if they're, going, if they're pushing ahead with an Ezra and Throne show, it would make sense. They need to cast Ezra at some point, don't they? Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's not a fact because Lucasfilm haven't announced it, but, you know, it's corroboration of of one yeah. of our, you know, earlier scoops. That, and that means valid, pretty much that, that initial report we did, everything's happened on it. You know yeah, what I mean? We got them all right. So, you know, should obviously pass. Is that valid enough um, con- confirmation to, uh, to, to who, uh, well, once to again, to anyway, our be- own horns? Yeah, because we also know that KRT, you know, we know that we, we have someone who works at Lucasfilm because we get evidence of that. You can't share that with other people, but that's a fact. I'm also pretty certain that KRT have someone who works at Lucasfilm that's feeding them information, do you know what I mean? So, well, they won't get, you know... (laughs) Yeah, but well, they won't, you know... um, You don't necessarily hear everything in a fence. Sometimes things will be wrong, but, you know, this isn't just made-up bullshit we're coming out with here. We wouldn't do that. We wouldn't tank our reputation like that, you know? So we do try to make sure that we don't share necessarily everything that we hear, but only the stuff that we're really sure is is really being seriously either talked about or Lucasfilm or has already moved further ahead than that, you know? So some might ask, you know, well, you you already reported on this story. You and Kyle talked about it before. Are you really just tooting your own horn? No, no. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> but here's 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 the yeah, point, it's, and it's, it's something it's relevant because 
you know, now we've found out it's moving a little bit sooner than we knew because we exactly. didn't. So it's a little, little bit more information to build the puzzle piece. That's all we're saying, right? You know? Uh, but in in a, in addition, if you are a, a fan of the website uh, lrmonline.com, uh, thank you very much, and uh, you're you're more than likely aware of what happened and with um another outlet and um a marvel and dc director uh they kind of got called out yeah. and look here's here's one of those those th- things is that place likely did did indeed hear something from s- someone okay that someone they might have heard a conversation at a water cooler and take that and want to get paid for it as an insider information. I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm saying that this is this is exactly, but this is a scenario that does happen. We don't do Marvel scripts, but certainly we don't do any Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, but here's what I'm I'm saying is for other other scoopers that have people on the inside that have friends on the outside that that work in in the trades and stuff they don't take the the water cooler talk of dude wouldn't it be cool if uh 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 aunt may was a spy and and then go say uh marvel's making sony's uh aunt may spy they instead feed the information that is legit and they they feed it in ways that protects them and the project and the fans to where we get to know a little bit about what's coming but we're not going to ruin any surprises some fans sometimes wonder why if you know if you've got people working and say why don't you get even more information but what did people have to remember is that yeah a source has to be able to protect themselves so exactly. if they give somebody a key, a key set of key information which could identify them, you know, mm-hmm. then is that worth it? I wouldn't do that. No, I wouldn't do that. And not only that, I've but did, do, if do, I work for Lucasfilm, really I wouldn't want... leak anything because that's my dream job. So I, I, yeah. I would, I would fucking follow the company line to a letter. I wouldn't even tell my wife what I was working on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I wouldn't. But, but not only that, but it's like, me. like you don't want to ruin what what is what is. Come, coming so so much, you know. Well, you don't want to ru- ruin really everything. We don't cover story beats because our source wouldn't exactly. tell us story beats. You know, so I bet they knew what was going to happen in the Mandalorian. They wouldn't tell us, you know, what was going to happen <laughs> because that that's, probably not. That's not the kind of scoops we would publish. I would. I mean, mm-hmm. suppose that's you know, I'm part of the the decision on what we post and what we don't post, and you know that's something I'd be dead against anyway. If like yeah. if there's a, I've, I've done it, I've I've read them, I go and find these things. Don't worry, but I've read the outlines that what I knew, and I've told you that, that yeah, this is a hundred percent spoiled. You can find this information on the internet, Kyle. I know you don't want to get spoiled, so please stay away from certain places at the moment. Yeah. And I tell you guys this stuff all the time, but I wouldn't publish that kind of stuff on the on the site because mm-hmm. I think it. It's too much, you know. We but I like the, the kind of level of you know this person's coming to this. This is going to be featured in this, and then it gives us just enough to speculate yeah. on without spoiling stuff for us, you know. That's and the at the at the same time, I'll, I'll I'll say this. Like I said, that that outlet, I I don't necessarily believe that they lied. I Listen, Kate, believe I'll, I'll they just say on this heard we, something. I covered but, something yesterday or today where oh, one of their scoops was one hundred percent confirmed. 
Yeah. So yeah. you know, so but it's but different sources for different. That's what you've got to remember. Like they'll have somebody will have a different source for Marvel, a different source for Star Wars. You don't mm-hmm. have somebody who knows Marvel just and like Star Grace, Wars stuff. What we just talked about yeah, earlier. Yeah, it's it's different people that you're going to get. That's why we at LRM we have we have two sources, but they're Star Wars. You know, we don't ha- we don't cover our own because we have no sources for Marvel or for for these other so we just publish the kind of you know the rumours that we hear for other people yeah. what I do is try and give you an idea of how likely these are when we publish them you know what I mean just by oh, yeah. our experience and, and, and knowing this side of the business and uh, when we do cover some of the unlikely rumours I like that we are up front yeah usually in the title rumour we don't do the the uh, Daisy Ridley talks like return for episode ten. Yeah. Bullshit. Anything that's unconfirmed, we would tend to put under our bar side buzz header. But you know, if it comes from a trade, I pretty much say, "Well, it's that's as good as confirmed to me." If it comes from a trade, so you don't, we don't use like bar side buzz for that. Um, right. But even right. like for example, Murphy's Multiverse, I think it's one of the best insiders out there. Not a hundred percent track record by any stretch of the mm-hmm. imagination, but no one has a hundred percent record. You will not find mm-hmm. it out there. But my professional but, opinion is he is very good insider. But I would still cover his stuff as bar side buzz because it's still a rumor yeah. and it's not a fact. And sometimes it's wrong. You know, sometimes yep. things do go wrong. Um, but here's the thing: is some people w- wonder why. Why cover the the r- rumors and 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 th- things at all? And t- to that, I I always point to two things. Uh, one is the potential rumors that are that are true. You want you do want to cover those to a, to a degree. And then two, the ones that are not true, so ridiculous that. Discussing the the what if alone is the interesting part. You're not even discussing the rumor being true. You're yeah, discussing almost like an, the what an if the way. rumor was. Yeah, tr- I'd, I'd be okay with covering something as, as long as I was saying up front in an article like, "By the way, I a hundred percent do not believe this." Yeah, but I just wanted to talk about if. it today because this is hilarious, you know. So I would I would cover it in that way. But I think what. What you're looking for is, at the end of the day, there's all these tons of rumours out there. And, you know, 90% of the stuff out there is absolute garbage. You know, if you're wondering why we read LRM as well, our job's to try and, in our piece, explain to you how likely we think these are, how trusted the sources are that are given this information, you know, why this is a very likely thing, or why sometimes I'll say, I don't buy this, you know, there's something that doesn't feel yeah. right about this as well, but, you know make your own decision as well um, and of course we can get into it in a more detail when we we get any podcasts and stuff like that as well but you know exactly. at the end of the day it's not a, it's not a science you know it's a lot of it is just hunch and guesswork um, you know not in terms of the scoops itself but who who are the right scoops and who are the wrong scoops to, to kind of publish but and you start right to build up to a, it, yeah, yeah. And, and you start to build up a reputation you know um, through time so, and with that, it's thanks to you guys that are out there, they're reading and listening and 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 uh, spreading our stuff on on other sites and and defending us. I, we see it 
Guys, you know we're we're lurkers. Yeah, so I was we actually uh, self promote, but I was can, on Reddit. We can um, see, you know, just you know, I've got an account that's got nothing to do with LRM, so I, you know, can just be a normal fan on there. And um, because we do produce a lot of Star Wars scripts, and I remember there was somebody defending us the other day there in terms of your hit record, and they literally list, yeah. listed out all the things we got right. And I thought, well done, because it was it was bang on. Do you know what I mean? And um. Yeah, it wasn't so, us. <laughs> so. And some of the things, you know, that even like people would say, oh, this person come up with this, somebody was on like that. No, actually, LRM were the first to, you know, and they were posting links and stuff like that. So, you we're know, getting there. Yeah, that's all we're, we're, trying, we're trying to be. To, we're trying to be a really solid source for Star Wars, um, you know, and be that site yeah. that you can go to read all the different rumours for your Marvels, all your other movies out there, but get an idea of what's real. And maybe what's what's not real as well, because there's a lot of sites out there, guys, that will just print any rumor. You know what I mean? Because they, it makes money. You know, you 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 come yeah, up with you a crazy got people headline, that people will click on it, make their shit off of Patreon selling rumors. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it 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 is what it is, and and we're not. Bragging. What we're trying to what we're trying to do is let you guys know yeah, know that there's multiple sources, and yeah, we 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 are bragging, but it's not just just to brag. Brag. There's multiple so- sources out there. There's multiple YouTube hoobers out there. Uh, some of you guys that are enjoying LR mornings in video format. Uh, trust me, we are working on bringing a lot more of our shows to both audio and video for format. But um, we we want your in, input and 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 what you guys want to see and and hear and these are the ty- types of things that we can then take to our bosses and you know sources and and get involved. Oh, we're here for you. Without you, the re- readers and listeners, we don't have jaw ja- hobs or you know freelance work or whatever uh it's 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 awesome to do this it's fun and we hope you guys get what makes us different and and the different approach and and the fact that you've got a mike shockey mike connelly shockey doing the kk is a great thing and here's cam and i like well, yeah, she may have made money, but are you? Are you? Did you look at toys? Did yeah. you? Did you look it's, at drops? Well, not did a you look at the, uh, Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're a bunch of individuals with very different opinions, and we argue with each other about movies all the time. All the time. So, Sometimes on our Discord, uh, so you know, feel free to jump on it. We yep, have to have our yep, own Discord. Link in the bo- description. We tend to try and keep most of our arguments to Discord these days, so other people can get involved as well join in so yeah uh with that uh yeah man kathleen kennedy he's sticking around don't think it's the (laughs) best idea in the world uh although i will say i i do think there's a a chance that it's gonna uh be a restructuring where she's gonna be more like feige's like position at marvel where they're going to restructure some things. Right, right. Um, uh, Including publishing and stuff like that, which might make her more hands-off, 
which could be a good PR move because it appeases uh, the fans that are like, oh, she got a promotion. And then it also, for people like you you and I, again, that are looking at things logically, we're like, okay, that means she's probably going to compartmentalize some some things some more, which would be beneficial in in theory. So that's a a possibility. You know, She's staying on. Um, I hope the Star Wars from this point on is absolutely fantastic. I hope things carry on at the same level Mandalorian did. Um, and that, therefore, Kennedy herself has learned from some of the mistakes that she's made uh, so far. Um, because we yeah. can't change what, what's happening that's, in the past. That's the other thing. is if you're, if, uh, I don't like the term real fan, fake, fake fan. I'll use no. fair weather. I'll use fair weather and I'll I'll use um OG I'll use casual versus die die hard or you know f- fanatic or something like that but a fan's a fan fan uh whether you're casual or or got four final fantasy tattoos on your your legs uh but but <laughs> uh don't push other people out whether you're new or old no. that's fucking stu- stupid it's Listen all of our Star Wars. And if you disagree with them, say why you disagree with them and, and keep it civil. But it's okay to be around people who have different views for you on Star exactly. Wars. It's okay exactly. to challenge So with those. that, uh, thank you guys so much for listening this week. Uh, we'll be doing a live uh, cantina uh not next week, maybe the the following one because we're we're trying to do do one a month. Uh, so uh, uh, look forward to that. Let us know what you guys uh would like to see us cover on like s- slow news d- weeks. Um, uh, any ideas of reviews, things like that. Enjoy the Katina reviews on the YouTube channel and our podcast network. Subscribe to the YouTube channel for great celebrity interviews. LR Mornings is on video now, and it's fun, and check that out. All the podcasts are there, as well as uh, on the LRM Online Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts from, Spotify, Google, Apple, um, SoundCloud is awesome, because it's got our whole back library and playlists for convenience. Uh, It's not a sponsorship, I'm just throwing it it's free so that's i like it that like that so uh ham plug some other stuff ah uh, well i mean podcast wise we've got Mar- uh, uh, marvel multiverse Mondays. you don't have to plug i meant your self and and the writing side of things dude <laughs> right. okay fine Make it easier on you. <laughs> well, you know, you know, lrmonline.com is where we are just now, anyway. Um, and the T's there. Um, and um, you know, we're obviously writing stories uh, weekdays. We do have some stuff at the weekends, but we do tend to kind of focus more on weekdays at our site. Um, and we have tons of podcasts every day of the week. Tons of stories going up. Exclusive interviews from you know our own interview team. We've got Gig and Nancy and Manny out there doing interviews all the time. And honestly, you know, if you look for the kind of just sheer quantity of interviews at the moment, you know, we're matching anyone at the moment. Um, not necessarily about all your big 
brand franchises and things like that we are covering all the independent the little things you know what I mean all the stuff that's a little bit more niche mm-hmm. as well you can find all that on our YouTube networks or on the, the website as well you can listen to NFC we've got you know lots of other things we've got various different columns that you can catch us on as well and you can find me at LRM underscore cam on Twitter uh, if you want to get in touch and you know Kel said it earlier on for, especially for this podcast that we're both involved in if there's anything you want to see us cover um, in the cantina if you want to write you know Cam and Kel I want you to talk about this here's my opinion on something I want you guys to talk about it you know send it in here we will if it's Star Wars related we will cover it absolutely no problem at all just let us know on Twitter yeah. or you can you know let us know through the, the comments on the site, anything like that on the, the YouTube channels, etc. as well. But probably the easiest and most direct way is just to hit us on Twitter. Where can people find you on Twitter? You guys can find find me uh, underneath the airport. That is, it's great, crazy. Like, I live very close to the airport, but my, uh, my house isn't in the, the landing path, right? The only only time planes fly over my house is if they've had to circle for some reason, and that's two planes that have, that have had to circle at least once. Uh, <laughs> I thought it'd be busy enough for that uh, during this podcast. <laughs> Anyways, I can, I can be found at at that Kyle Malone on Twitter at that one Kyle Malone on Instagram. That's the number one. Uh, Cam, it's been fun this week, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time. May the force be with you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.